G'day guys and welcome back to the Couch Commentators podcast, the fastest growing podcast in the nation and some would say the world. Uh, as always, I have got Brandon, Dan and uh, no, no James today, but that's okay. But we're here to talk about all things sports, so sit back and enjoy. Now, once again, boys, before I ask how you're going, I just realized, well, Brandon, you were there. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Every time. I'm a bit of a dope. But, uh, Dan, how have you been, mate? Yeah, just had a relaxed weekend at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just relaxed weekend at home. Didn't want to do anything, really. Just, yeah. Watched a bit and of sport, mate? I watched a bit of sport, yeah. May have fell asleep during a few games. Had a, bit of a, had a bit of a punch, surely? Yeah, had a bit of a punt. Small little punt, but that's about it, yeah. How about you, Brandon? How you been, mate? Well, Lucas, uh, oh shit, oh, Lucas, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, we, me and Dan and James actually went and watched some live sport as well. We went and watched the uh, under 11s and yes, uh, we did do that. under 12s grand finals. It was pretty, pretty good. Um, one was very close and then one was in golden point and they won a try. It was pretty sick. The whole crowd went wild. <laughs> I totally didn't almost bring down the under 11s. Yeah. I was going to say, I certainly hope you didn't fall asleep during their game. So, no, 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 no. James would tell it better, but uh, Dan, like the under 11s were up 24-10 or something. And then he, he goes, surely uh, the under like 11-year-olds can't lose a lead like this with like seven minutes to go. Little behold, they start coming back like, Try after try after try. It got gets to one minute. It's twenty four twenty, and uh, look, we're we're just like we're saying to him, hold the ball, just hold the ball. <laughs> and James is going, how are you going to tell a bunch of eleven year olds that you're the reason they lost? <laughs> and look, we're just lucky the other team can't kick fucking goals because yeah, that's no. the other reason they won. <laughs> yeah, look at. Probably would have been, but I mean, also, how are we going to tell a bunch of 11-year-olds to hold the ball and not try? Yeah, true. <laughs> up the wires, yeah. so up the wires. Up the wires. But look, um, other than that, guys, we should probably address, uh, you know, the fact that uh, we did not have a podcast last week. Um, not ideal, but uh, some prior commitments had come up for a few of us there. Uh, anything you want to add to that? No, I mean, like, Technical difficulties and prior commitments. It just didn't work out that week. But, you know, we're back this week and uh, no James. No James. Bit firing. <laughs> we totally went all dead from something over the weekend. Well, we're back this week. Yes. Anyway, heading to accountability. Now, guys, I've not been here for the last couple of weeks, actually. Because I've not been able to give my spiel on why I've picked. <laughs> um, as I'm sure, you know, listeners are aware of these days that I pick anything Peter Moody trains. Uh, it's just a shame that, you know, the one horse appears that didn't win in the weekend, I picked this weekend. So, <laughs> I didn't get the win, didn't come top three either, because uh. I, I was saying, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was certain an each way play was going to be the way to go in that, but alas, it, it wasn't. But it's okay, because we move forward and we look on to uh, this week's uh, Lucas's top tips. So, Leachy, how about yours? You go. Uh, so my horse was a black booker, and it was on uh, Friday in Wyong. So I, uh, I thought a black booker in Wyong, surely it's a sure thing. It had J Mac on board as well, and uh, yeah, fourth place. So uh, definitely not. Uh, it's out of the black book now. <laughs> Uh, so just quickly, it was J Mac on board until J Mac decided to fall off a horse when the gates opened in like the fourth race. So um, I don't remember who jumped on. But um, with that horse, Vavia, I had backed it in its last like four or five runs this prep. When I saw it in the field on Friday, I said, how many times can this horse go this preparation? Yeah. How many times can they go to the well? 
And with about 650 meters to go, I was like, oh, that's one too many times because she was about 12 lengths off. She didn't make a whole heap of ground. Three in a row, three wins in a row. Yeah, and I backed her for all those wins. But um, yeah, look, mate. Tough, tough. We'll get onto it. It's okay. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, Dan's dumb decision? It was... Well, we have changed the name, but I think last week was a bit of a dumb decision because <laughs> I accidentally put Warriors to win in the multi. I didn't mean to put Warriors to win. I just had wanted to have them... What was it, Brennan? Plus seven and a half? Seven and a half, yeah. Yep. Yeah, plus seven and a half. Game to be under six, 65, uh, 46 and a half points. But yeah... That yeah, kind of cancelled his own bet out yeah. by um, Montoya. Montoya. <laughs> he cancelled his own bet out by having Warriors win and then also seven and a half start because, like, if they got the seven and a half start, you're already pretty much saying they're going. This bloke doesn't gamble. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. So this week we're back to a non-done decision. I hope. Yeah, just Dan's decision from now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jim's jam. Now, James, jam? James isn't here to explain what happened. Can uh, anyone want to fill yeah, in for him? Yeah, the try score multi pretty much a player AJ from each game. Up. And uh, yeah, you only probably got two or three, right? So. Fucking useless as yeah. always. Jim's jam's been uh, pretty off lately. Uh, the jam's gone off, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, look, massive shout out to the one and only Jai. Um, he has come up clutch. Yeah, go on. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Nice work, Jai. Nice work. <laughs> Jai the genius. Um, look, he's a bit of a punting god, this this Jai fella. Now, um, the stable mail is when Jai speaks, you listen, you know. Um, I'll give you a quick story. So on Saturday, I was at Menangle Racecourse for the big Tab Eureka event that was there. Um, every horse in that Tab Eureka had about 25 starts and I kid you not, it was all, you know, 25 starts. Every horse had 20 wins. Their, their win record was above 80%. Jai Lowe comes up to me before the race. This is a true story. This is a true story. I'm not fabricating the truth here. And Jai goes, Lucas, the number five is going to win in this race. And I've looked at the odds and it's paying 40 to one. And I've gone, Jai, mate, you can't be serious here. You fuck, you can't be serious. And he goes, Lucas, I'm telling you right now, you know, put 20 bucks on it. And I've gone, all right, too easy, bang. I said, I tr- this is the last 20 bucks I've got until payday, right? I'm a paycheck to paycheck sort of bloke. And Jai says, don't stress, it'll come through. Lo and behold, it comes into the straight, leap to fame, the $1.80 favorite, the superstar of harness racing. He's leading, and down the outside is the forty-to-one shot that Jai Lowe tipped me into. So, um, look, that's one of his great punting stories. But that wasn't his multi. I'm very sorry. That might not have happened, and I might have just BS that whole thing. That's amazing. But you know, I'll leave it up to you. But Jai's win on the Knights, Brandon. Can you can you elaborate, mate? uh, He had Dom Young double, which those tries were absolutely. Remarkable. And then he had a uh, 13 plus as well against the dragons. He actually wanted to put that bet on against the sharks the week before, but because we had a different list of the bet, I said, we'll prolong it. And it worked out anyway. So Jai, the genius. <laughs> what can't this bloke do? <laughs> what can't he do? What honestly? can't this bloke do? <laughs> you know, it's, um, but yeah, uh, our first listen to bet that wins, which is uh, pretty good. <laughs> it's quite unique. <laughs> so, um, I mean, it was a bet against the dragons, so like... Dragons suck. Yeah. Yeah, yes, they do. 
All right, guys. So we'll start off now with uh, horse racing. Now, as many of you punters or even friends of myself would know, um, Nature Strip and Eduardo have both retired after Saturday's uh, Group 3 Concord run at Ramwick. Uh, a very sad moment. Very sad moment for me in particular because, you know, I the, the very first horse race I ever watched and, you know, paid attention to, went out of my way to watch, was the Everest think of 2019 when um yes 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 won the everest and that was the first time I, I i watched it and from that day on i was absolutely hooked now i've watched you know every race over the last 30 years about 500 times so <laughs> a bit of a nerd with it now but um you know for, for nature Strip was the first horse that i that i properly watched fell in love with and and from that moment he was my favorite and to see him retire you know not not on a win but um it was yeah it looked ex- extremely upsetting but um if you guys I know you guys probably don't listen to the podcast but there was a podcast earlier today that um Rod Lyons the owner the managing owner of Nature Strip said today after that race he said to James McDonald they spoke before they announced it and Rod Lyons said J-Mac came back to him and said he had lengths on that field. But the second he turned that corner and looked up the rise at Ramwick, he just said to James, nah, I'm done, boys. That That's it for me. And, you know, at the end of that 1,000 metres, that was it for him. I'm pretty sure you blokes would have known, right? That was, that was yeah. it for him. Yeah, we, we watched, watched the race when we were at West and it didn't look very good. That's sad. Like, it's still obviously better than, like, half the field that was there, which is uh, sad for the other horses. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, yeah. It, it, you don't want to keep racing it around and and tarnishing a career that was uh, so, so good. I mean, the horses won the owner $20 million. Like, the man doesn't need any more money. No, you're right there. You know, nine group ones in Everest. You know, other than Black Caviar, probably the best sprinter of the last you know, 30 to 40 years, in, in, in my opinion. He's yeah. just an absolute freak. And on his day, you know, he, he was just unstoppable. The the king stand in England when he went over there and absolutely battered the palms and that yank horse that still hasn't finished yet, Golden Powell. <laughs> you know, the, the three TJ Smiths in a row, the, the Everest. You can't forget the bloody Everest, can you? So oh, that was beautiful. Just an absolutely awesome career. And, um, you know, the curtains are down. But um, another one, his old sparring partner, Eduardo, that's how everyone loves to refer to those two guys as sparring partners. But, you know, Joe Pride said the same thing. If if Eduardo's running out of gas with less than a thousand, in a thousand meter race, he said, yeah, look, it's probably time to hang him up. Because 18 months ago, Nature Strip and Eduardo battered that field, battered them. It's just, you know, old age catches everyone, boys. Eduardo so, was starting to like come back at the end of the race, but then he just couldn't have the legs finish it. Old age gets everyone except for me. I'm so quick. You should see me when I was taking. <laughs> oh, fuck me until you pull a hammy. The bloke's still kicking, but um, <laughs> yeah. So look, we'll, we'll head to just the rest of the racing on, on Saturday. Now there were some fantastic races, like the Group One uh, Memsey Stakes at Caulfield. Now uh, you blokes caught the group one did you the memsies uh, maybe not remind maybe not. me which nah. one it was and I'll mr probably... bright oh yeah i was gonna say that's the one i was actually gonna talk about i want to talk about mr Brightside. how good's mr Brightside? back-to-back wins mate in four <laughs> look i think that's it's four wins in a row for mr Brightside. he's got a picket fence again i'm pretty sure he went all-star mile yeah. uh last 
uh, in Aug- in um, March. No, then he went to um, the Doncaster. Yeah, yeah. In um, April, then he went to the PB Lawrence a fortnight ago to the Memsies. Now, that run in the Memsie, three wide the trip, um, you know, ran a little bit further than every other horse, every other horse being three wide. Uh, but form guides and form gurus have come out and said, look, they crawled the first 800. So he was able to sit three wide and, you know, absorb pressure and then kick. Um but what about the run from I wish I win back, you know, fall back on the fence to find that way out and then, you know, try to hammer home. Yes, he only got, I think he got fourth actually, but um, it was still a fantastic run. He wish he won. <laughs> he wish he won. Side, looking like one of the best sources at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, he well and true. Mate, uh, up to a mile, I'm excited to see what happens next up because he and Alligator Blood will go to Flemington yeah. in a fortnight in the uh, Maccabi Diva Stakes. Now, that race will be fantastic because if you've got, you know, Alligator Blood, if he draws a better barrier and gets that fence, I think, I know Brightside's tough, but I think Alligator Blood is tough as guts as well. So that'll be a fantastic the, uh, duel down the Flemington the, Strait. The duel. Come around. <laughs> Mate, the uh, the jewel herself, Amelia's jewel, I am fairly certain she will be... I think she starts off in the stock stakes uh, at Flemington the day of uh, the Maccabi Diva Stakes, which is... Hold on, boys. Let me uh, let me have a quick gander, if you don't mind. So not, not next Saturday. It, oh, sorry, not this Saturday. It's the Saturday after, which makes it the 16th. So on the 16th, that is when Amelia's Jewel runs her first race in Melbourne. It's on the big Flemington Strait as well. So she's going to be absolutely electric there. Um, yeah, Dan, what do you got, mate? You're about to say something. Come on. Nah, You've got to say something. Horse racing is good. Horse racing is good, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, when if the... you give me things to study on, I can fucking contribute to this segment. But, you know, I never have anything. Well, mate, I'll tell you what. NRL season is done in a few weeks. You are going to be well and truly fucked for this podcast if you don't have anything. We're going to move the podcast probably more to focus on horse racing. Yeah. Yeah. EPL. And probably, we'll probably upload Fridays as well, guys. Yeah, 100%. That'd be way better to do an Arvo yeah. like a, a later in the week one because the fields will come out. But yeah. anyway, uh, look, on Amelia's Jewel, she had another trial today, her second and final trial over in WA. This time they had her, so so Simon Miller usually, oh, sorry, Simon Miller's her trainer. Patrick Carberry is usually her uh, jockey over in WA. Simon Miller, the trainer, said, look, we'd love to take you to w, uh, to Victoria, but we want someone that's already there, knows everything, right? So they got Damien Lane, Frosty, wow. one of the best jockeys wow. in the country, right? So Simon Miller goes to Damien Lane yesterday, hey, fly out, come run her in a trial, see how you like her. So Damien Lane flies out for one trial, one trial on Amelia's Jewel and, uh, you know, said she was absolutely electric, can't wait to get her into a, a race. But a uh, thousand metre trial, can't forget where, I think I might have been Lark Hill, but just, you know, cruised around them with about 150 to go and then sat there effortless and uh, motionless did Damien Lane as she eventually got to the front with about 50 to go. So that is her, you know, sort of pre, pre-first run all sorted. She'll be over, um, I think it'll be 
Monday or Tuesday next week on the flight to Victoria. And yeah, for next Saturday. So that's Future's super bet. exciting. Future's bet next Saturday. I think she'll only, she'll probably only pay like three bucks, but. We'll, we'll both, at least she's lock and Luke's the top tip that week will be. We'll, we'll be the big girl herself, Amelia's Jewel. I think, I think all of our friends will be on Amelia's Jewel that day. You know, it'd be funny. I've been hyping her up for months. <laughs> she just fucking shits the bed. Yeah, Mate, if she comes out and gets rolled over by like some something that couldn't even run top three in a listed race, that would be hilarious. <laughs> it won't be the case. I think she's absolutely special, but yeah, we'll see. Stay tuned. Mm, stay tuned. Uh, anything else on just like horse racing there, guys? Are you happy with that? Yeah. Fantastic. So we'll head into... Start bench cut edition, and it's uh, it's horse racing edition. Sorry, horse racing edition of start bench and cut. Uh, I'm going to start with you know, probably the three most exciting horses in the country, other than Mr. Brightside at the moment. So, first up, start bench and cut. Giga kick. I wish I win, and Amelia's jewel. Brandon, I want you to go first, mate. Oh, we know where this is going to oh, go. Oh, yeah, I was starting Giga Kick, as I'm saying. Giga Kick's going to have the season of all seasons. Going to put uh, Nature Strip to rest. <laughs> Watch your mouth. <laughs> um, I, I would have to go bench, I wish I win, and then cut a million oh, oh, You heathen. As you said, could, could go, uh, it could be the next big fig, but... <laughs> uh, uh, Lucas, turn around. Let me just take the knife down here back. <laughs> yeah, unproven yet at the big stage. <laughs> look, that's that's fair. I mean, um, you know, look, that's fair. I'll just leave it at that. How about that, okay? Now, uh, Dan, how about you, mate? I want to I hear your bet here. I, I think I'm going to fucking toot Brandon's horn here and go giga kick on... <laughs> Start, but <laughs> I will bench Amelia's jewel and then cut. I wish I win. Fuck that horse. Jeez, mate, did you lose money on it on Saturday? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Jeez, mate. If Peter Moody finds you saying that, dude, he'll be blowing Peter Moody, come at, come at me, bro. PJ Moods. He's a dude, He's a big boy, man. Oh my. Yeah, but you know he's PJ Moods. I'm DC. Yeah, PJ Moods. Cummins' his cousin. <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> well, look, my I suppose my one's going to be completely different from all of you guys. I, I'm liking. I've, like I said, I've tooted a horn for ages. I've, I've proclaimed her the next star of Australian racing. Amelia's Jewel is my start. I think, I think she wins first up in the stock stakes. I'm a bit nervous if they go to the valley for her second start, which I think is the case because I don't know how she'll get around the track being a back marker at Mooney Valley because it's the worst track in Australia. <laughs> um, I, th- I think if they don't go to Mooney-, Mooney Valley for any of her races, I really think she could win everything she runs this prep. I will take I Wish I Win on the bench because uh, I think I Wish I Win is the best sprinter in the country. Um, and I will cut... Giga kick. Not not because I dislike him or anything. It's just this this had to be done here. Had to be done. And I'm gonna cut <laughs> Giga Kick there. So Fair enough, fair enough. Now we've got, you know, some of our aging slash retired horses in the in the second round here. Ooh. This one's interesting. I'm I'm very strongly worded on a few of these horses. <laughs> Brandon, back to you again. Next uh it's round two. We've got start bench cut, nature strip. Dang. Golden 60 
and Animo. Couple of kings here. <laughs> A couple of kings. Um, you're gonna kill me for this one. I'm gonna say Golden Sixty as my start. It was just, <laughs> it's just so good. It's such a, so many what wins. The fuck? This is a Hong Kong superstar. I'm sure, sure if it came over here, it would have uh, put our horses to shame. Um, uh, Nature Trip is on the bench and Animo gets the, uh, the cat. <laughs> Get out of here, Animo. No here. stat padding here, mate. <laughs> I guess it's over to me then if you're looking at me without talking. Trying to turn the mic on. <laughs> Dan, over to you, mate. Yeah, mate. I'm going to start the strip. you got to start the king. He's got to start. <laughs> I'm literally going to say it in the way you said it. I'm benching Golden 60 and cutting Anima. That's that's a wise choice. That's a wise choice. Yeah. Now, uh, I'm going the exact same as you, Dan. No way. I'd like to hear right. your thoughts on why, though. You're... Okay. <laughs> I, I get very, I'm very into this one. So, Nature Strip has done it everywhere. Did it in Australia. Did it in UK against their best and America's best. And once again, lapped them. Um, you know, he was the highest rated horse last year, highest time form rating, has one of the fastest uh, times uh, in the King Stand as well in the UK. So I'll take that into consideration. Um, Golden 60 is an absolutely fantastic miler. Now, yes, he's only racing in Hong Kong against Hong Kong horses every now and then for like the international race meeting in December. Something will come over and he's just too good for them there. I would love to see him travel. But I think he's eight now. You know, time will catch up to him too, like Nature Strip. But he's a superstar. You know, every time he's on, you need to watch him start. Uh, you need to watch him run because he's a back marker. You know, like that that middle of the pack to back marker, and his turn of foot is electric. I love him. Uh, and Animo, you know, what more can I say? He was blessed to verse, you know, some pretty average weight for age horses here in Australia. Um, didn't beat much. Uh, although, you know, some people want you to think he was beating Winks every time he ran around. Um, well overrated, got smashed by a second-rate UK horse in Dubai Honor, who once again, Dubai Honor's coming out. By, was it? No, it was Romantic Warrior. Oh, yeah, yeah. Laura, who got smashed by a golden sixty. <laughs> you see what I mean? Horse racing math works here, guys. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I, I don't run a, rate Animo that much, so that's that. Now, round three. This one's interesting. Dan's doing his research on his phone, as you can all see. I'm actually researching my dumb decision. My He's Googling decision. what is Golden 60. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was that Chinese restaurant in the city, Golden Century. I, I don't eat Chinese food. All right, round three, guys. We have got... Now, this is this is it. We have got uh -huh. Winks, Black Caviar, or Maccabi Diva for your start bench and cut. Brandon, I'm going to you again, mate. This is very difficult. You know, when I originally did this start bench cut, I was hoping it was just for you, but now that's on me, that it, it's the pressure's coming to me, and I just don't know who to pick. Um, I'll be picking Winks as my start. Just heads down one of the best horses we've seen. Mm -hmm. Uh how many wins in a row? Bloody, bloody 20, lost the one. <laughs> 33. 33. Um, I was going to say 29, but... Then... Hmm. Was it Black Heavy? I didn't have a loss. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that makes it tough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll probably have to go how, yeah, Black Heavy, then Bacabi Diva. That's... <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, then. Probably how it stands on. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how about you, Dan? What are you thinking, mate? Fuck, I am fucking. 
I'm so fucked here. <laughs> I don't know who to pick. Do you know who they are? Yes, I do know who they are. That's a good start. Three of the, three of the best horses Australia's ever seen. Who you got, mate? Fuck. I'm tossing up between the first two who to start. Oh, I think just because like, it's more... I've seen more of Winx's race. I might go start Winx. That's fair. And then bench Black Caviar and Cart McIver Dave. Same, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Is it going to be the same all three of us? Lucas. Look, it will be. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's extremely hard to go past, you know, Winx's 33 straight wins, her record of group ones, just the ease in which she beat everything. Um, you know, the interna- a couple of internationals came and tried to take her on. She belted them. And only after she retired did more internationals come down to, you know, come take our prize money. But, you know, Winks, look, if I could have, you know, start one, start two, like 1A, 1B, it'd be Black Caviar because Black Caviar, 25 wins, 20, 25 starts, 25 wins. Um, I'll tell you what, if Peter Moody heard this, mate, he'd be beating us up because he would say Black Caviar is the greatest ever. <laughs> she may very well be, but um, Maccabi Diva, three Melbourne Cups, um, only thing I, nothing really tarnishes her legacy. I suppose the, you know, she didn't do too well over in Japan in the Japan Cup, and hasn't got quite the record like the two Golden Girls have, Winks and Black Caviar. But you can't go wrong either way, can you? Hundred percent. They're three great horses. Sorry, PG. <laughs> so, sorry, PG. <laughs> Catherine Coleman, you two, darling. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, look, that's plenty of horse racing for now. We absolutely smashed absolutely. it. You, listeners, get used to this for the next, you know, yeah. six months. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we still got rugby league for another month. It's okay. Yeah. But um, let's head on to another sport now. Now, the boomers, guys. Um, we were one of the... Not gold medal hopefuls, but we were definitely a medal hope uh, at the start of this World Cup. Um, it's just not panned out for us, has it? We've 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 really you know shat the bed for lack of a better term. Much I mean, uh, you watch uh, many of the games. I mean, we watched one on your box. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> well, not talk about what happened then. Remember about that? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't remember that but, game. Uh, what? I watched the one with uh, Doncic. Yeah, Slovenia uh, game, yeah. Um, Yeah, we looked pretty average there. Couldn't hit any freeze pretty much the whole game. (laughs) And we just kept giving them an easy ball. And then they they were hitting their freeze, even without Doncic on the field. He got three fouls, so they took him off for a little bit. Uh, Yeah, there was promising signs, though. Like, Giddy's amazing. Like, like, his freeze were bad that game. But he walks up to the bloody hoop and just... Lays it up in and like no one's around him. Just <laughs> yeah, G- Giddy's a weapon and it helps that he's a point guard that's like six foot six. He's yeah. like abnormally tall for his position, so not many yeah. in his position can guard him. But yeah, like you said, I watched the Slovenia game. We were we were bang average in that. Yeah. Um, Doncic didn't even score the majority yeah. of the team's <laughs> points. It was some other bloke cooking us from three, yeah, which was wasn't great. But um, who who do we lose to in the? Not sure. I know we just uh, we beat Georgia. Only yeah, we, yeah, I we, will, we, I will Google. Yeah, just if you want to have a quick gander. Um, but look, look there's, we, there's probably six sides. There is probably six sides. There's young kids coming through. Yeah, well, that's thing. We can't Patty rely Simmons on. Simmons has said we can't rely on Patty Mills anymore, mate. Kids. You know? Yeah, Patty Mills. Ben Simmons can get fucked. <laughs> ben Simmons might. Germany. We lost a yeah. Dennis Schroeder. That's right. The little Dennis Schroeder absolutely killed us that game. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's a bit of a weapon, Dishro. But um, so we lost to Germany. We beat Japan. 
lost to Slovenia and we beat Georgia last night. Oh no, on Sunday, sorry. But um, yeah, we're we're out of the medal. We're out of the medals now, which is pathetic if you ask me. Um, you know, but you know what? Since because we didn't win the medals, and you know that's sort of like a fourth place. I think we should get a uh, a statue just like the Matildas got for coming fourth. <laughs> they won the same amount of fucking medals as them. No one. Um, look, the Paris Olympics coming up next year, guys. Very exciting. I love the Olympics. Channel Seven's just on non-stop when, oh, when, it, when it's on. Yeah, I love the swimming, mate. Week one yeah. swimming, week two sprinting. It's just <laughs> on. But the worst thing is you've got to stay up to like fucking 3 a.m. to watch the shit. So. Yeah, I suppose that makes it hard, doesn't it? But, I remember um, the London Olympics in 2012. I was still in school and I, it was like during the school holidays. I was just staying up till like fucking six AM every night just to watch it. It's the best, mate. I love, it's I love Olympics great. time, dude. Oh, my favorite was when uh, Usain Bolt used to race and like, he would do this. Yeah, and then I would do that at school. <laughs> <laughs> now we got Noah Lyles, that that the American sprinter, a bit yeah. of a weapon, might yeah. I add. He's, got, did you guys um, see him? You guys see highlights of Noah Lyles? Uh, that bloke is a freak. He's so quick. We got that Aussie bloke, the Peter Bowl. Oh he's yeah, that Aussie there. bloke. Yeah. <laughs> How could I forget? Yeah, the long distance runner. Long yeah. Distance he got in trouble for like yeah. doping, and then it came out a couple of weeks later he wasn't doping, and yeah. he he was like steadfast the whole time. Yeah, he raced lost and running last year in the. Yeah, he remember he raced lost and running the racehorse. It's funny as, but um yeah, look the boomers hopefully can make a charge for um uh, Olympic medals next year. Um, Look, gold is usually sewn up by the Yanks. Oh, um, they did lose to Lithuania. They did lose to Lithuania, yeah. But the Canadians have a ridiculous team now yeah. too. They've got a really good team. Weren't we watching the Canada game on your box? I swear we were. Yeah, we were, yeah. We yeah, were. That was yeah. a Friday night, yeah. It was good. It was real good. Shea Gildas Alexander, shout out. <laughs> oh, yeah, hopefully Ben Simmons plays and then we can uh, win uh, the gold, yeah? Yeah, for sure. Hopefully <laughs> the bloke plays with the Bahamas. Um, look, guys. On to another sport now. The AFL, uh, the Australian Football League, Aussie Rules has announced KISS. You know, the, the blokes that were famous in the 40s as their pre-game entertainment. Now, I don't know how old Gene Simmons is. He could, oh, you know ben, what? Ben, get the you know what? Hey, hey, Google. How old is Gene Simmons? 87. Fuck, he's 74 years old. <laughs> what the fuck is he going to it's probably almost as bad as when they got meatloaf cut. Yeah, oh, it might be. Look, good stuffs. It might, it might be pretty bad, but um, look, kiss, kiss for the AFL. Yes, that's that's, that's cool. who has the NRL got in recent years that is as globally known as Kiss. It's a good Melbourne. <laughs> yeah. Um, fucking, they have last year. Fucking. Oh, what's his name? Barnsey. Yeah, Barnsey. Barnsey is he mate. as is he as worldwide known? I reckon he is. I reckon you're fucking dope. <laughs> I reckon you're not as well known, but like that's what I'm asking though. No, like I'd say he's like not like just under. Okay, now I'm gonna Google something else. <laughs> hey Google, how many albums has Jimmy Bowen? <laughs> hey Google, how many albums has Jimmy Barnes sold worldwide? 12 million albums for okay, Jimmy Barnes. Now, I'll, wait a I'll second. Wait a second. Hey, Google. How many albums has Kiss sold worldwide? 
100 million <laughs> albums. Yeah, I'm going to fuck myself, don't worry. Oh, the whole of Australia mm. hasn't bought a Jimmy Barnes album is what it's getting at. Surely Cold Chisels had more. <laughs> Cold <laughs> But no, like, in, in all honesty, who do you guys think the NRL should get as pre-game entertainment to rival that? Because as old as they are, Kiss are legendary rock stars. I... I really think they should get Timo Matic back. <laughs> he was he was the highlight of a Timo Matic. Timo Matic. Why is, is he going to sing his uh, one hit song and then just no one else knows uh, all, all the other songs that he sings? I don't know why he came to my mind, but uh, <laughs> I just thought a bad NRL grand finals and that you know came what? to my mind. If AFL going to get Kiss, let's get fucking Akadaka. ACDC. Ooh, I wouldn't mind that actually. A little bit easily. <laughs> or I can go on further and bring out Metallica. Metallica. <laughs> bring back Metallica. <laughs> Enter Sandman. <laughs> Imagine having okay. Here's this, right? We're we're at Allianz. Is Allianz or a core? They play the grand final. It always confuses me, right? Because it changes its names I every four years. ANZ, there yeah. you go. Now has this ANZ Stadium. Both teams are about to run out, and as they're coming out, they play Enter Sandman. 80,000 yeah. fans singing into Sandman. That, that would <laughs> be fucking dope, yeah. honestly. Absolutely. And then at halftime... And then they will stop playing into Sandman at halftime. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they go for like... 40, <laughs> 40 straight minutes of into Sandman. <laughs> but, um, yeah, look, realistically, I don't know, guys. I'd... I couldn't think of an Australian to do it. I mean, Kiss aren't Australian. Yeah, do you the, know The Kid Leroy. Give Hooligan Hefts the Hooligan key to the city. Hefts. One <laughs> four. <laughs> One four and Hooligan Hefts. Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, look, I'm going to throw my hat in the ring and say Hooligan Hefts. What about you, Dan? Uh, I think I'm sticking with Akadaka. Um, yeah, I... I Sticking with Timo Matic. <laughs> bring him in. Bring him in. NRL. The Landys. I know you're watching, mate. <laughs> Some absolute throwbacks there. But um, we'll head on to another sport, blokes. The uh, UFC 293 is in Sydney this week. Um, Sydney, our hometown. Um, did we get tickets? No, no we, we didn't because Dana White wants to charge us 900 bucks for a nosebleed ticket. It is a fast. Uh, how about this, Dana? I hope you hear That's this, mate. Fast. I'm going to stream it illegally. How about that? And to the cops, allegedly. Yeah, to the cops, allegedly. And also to West Tiger CEO, allegedly. I might go to a pub instead, but if not, Dana, I'm not giving you a cent. <laughs> not a cent. But um, some all right fights. I wouldn't say they're pay-per-view worthy. Like, I wouldn't be going out of my way to spend 90 bucks on this pay-per-view. Yep. Um, obviously, the main event, Sean Strickland versus Israel Adesanya. Um, Sean Strickland is a very good fighter. Izzy is just a great fighter. I, I think Izzy is going to, you know, quite handily beat him. How about you, Brandon? I think it's going to be pretty one-sided. Uh, it's a shame, but uh, like that's a Sydney card, and they've pretty much fed him to the wolf. I think Adesanya should dominate him. I think it'll be TKO in maybe the second round. That's what I'm, uh, I'm predicting. Yeah, cool. How about you, Dan? I just want to say, Lucas just said at something good about Adesanya. Lucas never says anything good about Adesanya. Lucas usually hates the fucking living guts out of Adesanya. I'm not a big fan of him, but he, he can't <laughs> deny how amazing he is yeah. as a fighter. He is a f- ridiculous fighter. Yeah, usually, 100%. versus our boy 
Aussie Rob. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually why I don't like him. <laughs> I love my boy Rob Whitaker. I, I wish this fight was Adesanya versus Whitaker. Would have been nice, but yeah, yeah I, I see Adesanya just fucking wiping the floor with him. Yeah, what it, round are you picking, Dan? Mm. Why are you going through the distance? Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. I'd say probably I'll go with you, Brandon. Round two. Yeah, Sean gets hit. Um, he has been hit many times before, and yeah. But he hasn't been hit by like. No, but he's been hit by Alex Pereira. Yeah, he's been hit by okay. fucking Peloton, bro. Got sent to the uh, shadow realm. Yeah, literally, right? He got slept by him. Um, yeah. I love Sean Strickland though. Like all his pre-fight stuff is funny. As did you guys see during the week, he was nearly not allowed into. Um, he landed in Sydney and was almost not let through because he didn't renew his passport and told everyone to get fucked in the <laughs> airport. That's good shit. He's funny as mate. Str- I'm Strickland. a fucking UFC fighter. Let me through. Is he, he's Pommy now. <laughs> I, I don't know why I went Pommy at the side of that. I've seen um, a tweet today from uh, Gilbert Burns that he loves Sydney traffic, so uh, don't piss that bloke off. Yeah, Dorino. around uh, Sydney. <laughs> Next thing you got Dorino on your ass, mate. <laughs> it's the last thing you want. Um... Yeah, guys, Taitui Vasa is back in action against bam, bam. the against the giant Russian that is Alexander Volkov, who Volkov also has the coolest tattoo in the UFC. Have you guys seen that? The massive samurai on his back? Oh, yeah. It is the it's coolest cool. tattoo in the Very UFC. Colorful as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, have a look at it. Um, when did Tui Vasa lose to Avlovich? It wasn't long ago, was it? Because he lost to Garn. And then, like two months later, was back fighting Pavlovich and got KO'd quickly. I just, I just hope he hasn't gone to the well too many times in in twelve months with that. I've got a, he he can get hit Volkov. My heart's saying Tuivasa, and so is my head. I got Tuivasa KO <laughs> first round. Uh yeah, Western Sydney special. We're going yeah KO first round, but I I am also worried because like, as you said. He's uh, been fighting too often, too quick. I think, obviously, Sydney Card, he just wanted to be there and doing shoeys with the boys and all that sort of stuff. So hopefully he can get the win. I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah, but hopefully Bam Bam can get the win mm. in, in Sydney. But What are you predicting? What are you there? predicting, bro? Submission. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to fuck him up. <laughs> Three-round three decision wrestle. wrestle. <laughs> um, I don't know. I reckon it goes the... Wow! Yeah, could do. If you go, if that goes a distance, bro, your dumb decision this weekend is going on that fight to go the distance. <laughs> please, nah. please. No, 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 no. no. Uh, I've already got my decision. Um, plenty of Aussies on the cards uh, in, in this one, guys. Um, Justin Taff is fighting Tyson Pedro, uh, Jack Jenkins, Jamie Malarkey. I'm Shane Young's there as well, and I might butcher the name. Manel Carpe. I hope I didn't butcher it, mate, but we've got our fingers crossed for you. Um, Another thing the UFC missed here is, um, you know, having Alexander Volkanovsky fight six weeks ago, Rob fight six weeks ago, um, and then uh, Jack Della Maddalena fight four weeks ago, you know, right before an Australian card. Of the hype trains for Australia. Seriously, <laughs> like the biggest draws in Australian fighting, and Dana White goes and puts them on six weeks before. And he says, I want $900 for a suit. Yeah, Dana White, you fucking goof. <laughs> you goof. Just use your word. But also, Bulk is injured at the moment, so. Yeah, yeah but he wouldn't have been. He, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. If, if yeah. Dana instead 
put him on this card. Imagine, imagine Volkanovski fighting on a pay-per-view card in Australia. The week leading up to... I mean, look have, at the fucking fight in Perth. Look at the fight in Perth. Mate, have Volkanovski beat up Max Holloway again in four months' yeah. time, dude, in Sydney. <laughs> yeah. Get Rob Whitaker on there in a co-made event against, I don't know, Jared Cannonier or something like that. Get um, Della Madalena a top 10 fight in the welterweight division. Mate, the biggest card. It sells itself. We know itself. how much Australia loves watching sports and fighting. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, like, literally half of Australia probably would have watched the card just to see all these A-list fighters. So instead, we get Adesanya Strickland, which is, yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll watch, I'll watch it. it. But yeah. I know what's going to happen. <laughs> Imagine if Volk was actually on the card, how much quicker it would have fucking sold out. It would have uh, convinced more people to pay 900 bucks for a ticket as well. <laughs> Probably I fucking would have. Uh, look, we'll, we'll move on now. Um, Dan, it seems like you've got something for us this week, mate. What do you got for us, sir? I've got to guess the athlete because I thought with this person I've picked, who am I would be too easy. Jeez, here we go. I, I think if I throw it to Brandon. Oh, fuck. All right, then. He won't get it. So, would, would I get it? Yes. It's Benji Marshall. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> You're wrong. It's wrong. Actually, we're going we're gonna to throw it to James. <laughs> oh, <fine>. James. Uh, <laughs> James Ray. All right, right Brandon, man. you have 60 seconds to guess this athlete starting from a near. NRL. No. AFL. No. Soccer. Yes. Yeah. EPL. Yes. Man City. I already know it. Nope. Liverpool. Yes. Okay. Current Liverpool player. Yeah. Striker? Nope. Uh, Centre back. Say, say it in a, in a Liverpudlian accent when you get it. Um. I don't think you know. I honestly can't remember the play. 25 seconds left. You can do it. Uh, so he's got... Oh, I won't help you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so done you, here. You, you know who it is. Oh, I know who it is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 15 seconds. Jesus. Uh, how long has he been at the club? Has he been at the club for more than two years? Yeah. Probably about, probably about six, seven years. Yeah, he's been there pretty much. Been there a while. Okay. Nah, not that long, <laughs> mate. Jesus. Uh, final guess, mate. Time. What do you got? You can do it. Starts, uh, can it... I get him on a start with? Yeah. Starts with a V. Mate, it's so much hard. I was like throwing up um, like players that do not start with a V in my head. Uh, Very easy. Vincent Company. Who is it? I have no idea. Virgil van Dijk. Virgil van Dijk. Virgil van Dijk. Yeah, I, I narrowed it down so quick. I just lack in that, in that knowledge. See, I was smart. I knew Brandon wouldn't get when it. When you said soccer and EPL, I was just going yeah. Harland, Harland, Harland. Oh, yeah. I was not thinking That was Harland, way Harland. too easy. <laughs> yeah, when you, yeah, when you said Liverpool and not a forward, I was like, ah, oh, it's got to be big verge. Barney yeah. doesn't play there anymore, eh? He's, you mean Mane? Mane. Yeah, no, nah, Mane doesn't, no. Nah. Moe Salah. I was like, Mo these are my two Liverpoolian people that I remember. Most. Salah. No Salah. Overrated. No, I'm kidding. Microwave. He's good. Sorry, guys. Sorry. I tried. Okay. That's okay, mate. You beggars best, beggars can't be choosers, all that sort of stuff. Oh. All right, guys. So the listener's question this week, um, for fuck's sake, it's another Sharks-related one. That's always great to have. Um, 
The question is, will the Sharks win the comp? Fuck no. Sent in by Anonymous. I don't know who it could I, be. I, I, um, I have, I have a theory here. The last two Sharks questions that we had sent in by Anonymous was this motherfucker on the end right here, so I reckon mm. it's him again. Well, why would they put Anonymous if they didn't want to be Anonymous then? You know what? It could be Craig Fitzgibbon trying to get some like insider info. It Craig Fitzgibbon be. watches? Hey, mate. How's it going? Pretty sure it actually said, what was it? Uh, we will win the comp. It was a statement. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't right. know how I would know that, but... Um... <laughs> Brandon, I'll, not a question. I'll, I will say this on air right now. Yeah, mate. I'd be a hundred bucks that the Sharks do not win the comp. hundred dollars. That's very risky, but I'm going to take it. No, you're not, are you? Are you taking this? Yeah. No, 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 double, no, no. I'll go a hundred as well. Come on. You made the bet, mate. He's a betting man. The confidence actually scares me. Yeah, no. But I could have my money by this Sunday. Look, once we win the cob, right? Uh, it's going to be... Uh... Rabbit, uh, roosters. roosters. Not the rabbitos. Ha-ha, <laughs> suck shit. Um, so, the Sharks will win the comp. I, I just don't see how they can. They they failed to uh, score any sort of points against the Penrith Panthers um, a few weeks back. Yes, that was when they were in their slump. I get that. But... Slump, first week of Trindle and uh, Hines together. Ever. You guys did not look that convincing against the Raiders either, though, until Sebastian Christ went, duh. Mm. Oh, we're in the grind. We got in the grind. We played great footy. The look Panthers the would have put 60 they on them. Kick. They got one try for kick, which is beautiful for me to see, defensive-wise. Um, look, I do think it's going to be tough after we beat the Roosters. We got either Broncos or Storm. Yeah, I think you'll be versing. I reckon you'll be versing Storm. Uh, other than, uh, yeah, I actually only think we're going to beat the Roosters, and that'll probably be the end of our... Uh, <laughs> I don't know if we're getting past that. <laughs> I was going to say, hot take, you guys do not beat the Roosters. Uh, yeah. And don't whoa, try, get, don't get me wrong, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I want you guys to win. I fucking hate ground. the Roosters. At home ground. At your home ground. But... 13,000 people. 13,000 people. <laughs> hey, 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 on that note, by the way, Buzz Rothfield, is it Buzz Rothfield that's, that's blowing up about that? That old man, that old senile bastard can go get put into a home because, mate, that's not how it fucking works. If you finish top four in the NRL, I don't care if you play in front of fucking 45 people at your local park, mate. If that's your home ground, you play that game there. But they didn't finish top four. Hear that, Buzz Rothfield. Didn't they? The Sharks didn't finish top four. Nah, we got, we got Sorry, Buzz. And, we got fifth and six. Like, got fifth six. and six get home, home games as well. It's so person, stupid. First and second. My my comment stands buzz. Fuck yeah, off fuck to the fucking buzz. old folks home. <laughs> I just wanted to reiterate that they didn't finish top four. Thank so. you. But did Dan, do you think they could they, do you think they could win the comp? No. Okay, fair enough. There, there's this power house that lives at the foot of the mountains called Penrith. Oh. Team. Oh yeah, Penrith. Every yeah. team has a chance, all right, guys. And uh I think Except the Tigers. We're going to be the first team to have 50 put on them and still win the comp. <laughs> Penrith have been the powerhouse for the last four, three, four years. Mm. And I do not think Sharks are going to overcome that powerhouse. Fair call. Fair call. Well, look, that's a good listener. But, it's a listener's. But the Waz are going to overcome that powerhouse. Up the Waz. Jeez. How's that? Well, the... Um, it wasn't really a question. It was a listener statement. That was, yeah, that was all right. Thank well, you, Anonymous, for that one. Thank you, Anon. We'll go <laughs> on to the uh, NRL talk. So, um, guys, Sewer Fire Longo, 
his debut for Melbourne. He got 47 minutes. He had two tries, made 100-odd metres. Um, in his cameo, guy, he was really something, wasn't he? Mm. That's a good fucking debut. Mm. He's got some speed to burn. Um, the rugby league guru has been talking him up for a while. Now. Has he been? Yeah, yeah he's been right. Saying he's like uh, the next big thing to come from him. But again, he's like another like fullback, so might have to go to the Tigers. Yeah, he might have to look elsewhere to get some uh, decent game time. To the backwards, everyone usually leaves the Tigers. Yeah, but... he'll come for a year and then bugger off. Yeah. <laughs> How old's Pappenhausen now? Not old, is he? Probably like mid twenties. I'd say he's around like yeah. Hey Google, how old is Ryan Pappenhausen? Twenty-five. Oh, yeah. Pretty bang on with me. Yeah, so he's not not old at all. He's got a long time yeah, left as long as he doesn't keep picking up injuries. The, the backup, and then uh, poor Sua. Uh, yeah, I, well, he's, he seems he's a big. Good. He, he seems pretty big, big body. They yeah. probably slide him in the centres for now. True. Um, I can't even play him this week. I mean, Olam's not getting uh, too much game time, or is he this week? Maybe I don't. Nah, no, Olam's dropped for the year for sure, mate, unless something, you know, yeah. ridiculous happens. But that bloke has fallen off a cliff in the last, yeah. you know, six months since the oh, start of the year. He can still put a good shot on. And that's, that's yeah, what absolutely. All he's got. Got a beef in Papua New Guinea, you'd be able to put a shot on somebody. Pretty interesting. <laughs> um, look, guys, the Rabbitohs missing out on the eight. That is Ooh. music to my ears. Um, I know way too many Rabbitohs. Something with Rabbitohs fans. Are they not the most, like, outspoken... Um, fans, fans, there are <laughs> like they're the only ones that will go out somewhere. I know it's like opposite team games and stuff like that, but they're the only ones that'll go out and about to like the shops or something and wear a jersey or wear a hat. You know I, know, I know a bloke that's got a fucking tattoo on his on his heart of the Rabbitohs logo. <laughs> you know why? Because they're all on Centrelink and can't afford any other shirts. Oh damn! <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh damn! Calm down, Rabbitohs fans. Don't come at me. <laughs> Um, look, anyway, I, I was actually chuffed that they missed the eight. How about you, Brandon? Um, well, it's sadly that so they missed the eight, but then sadly Roosters get into the eight. So it was kind of a heartbreaking sort of happy as well. It was a win situation. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think I actually would rather versus the Roosters than the Rabbitohs because I think they have wow. a really strong team. Um, definitely they've. Got like such a good forward pack. I don't know how they have fallen off a cliff. I guess in uh, Mitchell Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you seen those uh, comments today that they're thinking about putting him uh, or starting next year with him in centre? No, mate. They can't do that because he'll just start saying everyone's racist for putting him in centre. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he'll he'll uh, do that. What, what I think stupid is they let uh, what's it half go. So. Yeah, who's their backup? Where's yeah? Taps going to the Bulldogs, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. They're signing so many fullbacks; it's not even funny. Yep, classic. But um, look, it it melts my heart that the uh, Rabbitohs have missed out in the eight. It really does. Mm. Mm. It brightens my heart. (laughs) Yeah. Well, now, guys, Tigers back to back wooden spoons. Um, absolutely. You know what? I I left. I left before half time to go. For a drive, I didn't even have the radio. I wanted to listen to the game. Uh, my phone was all keeping me up with the score. Um, look, I don't even want to talk about the Tigers. We're we're fucking shit, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. What what else is there to say? Two years in a row is what you've got a new coach next year again. It's just I don't see how he's. We'll have another coach by the end of the year. John Morris will be yeah. our coach by the end of next year. Timestamp this, guys. Timestamp it. Triple spoons, maybe. Brandon, uh, Dan, sorry. 
And I really talk. Yes. <laughs> One spot higher, you can. Your, your, your just sacked coach wasn't made to sign an NDC, so nothing would get out about yes. what happened there. Something dodgy. Something dodgy. Something dodgy. Look, I'm not going to talk too much shit on Tigers because my team kept 16. But, yeah, back-to-back spoons is pretty harsh. Yeah. All the at, least, at least you can't come 18th next year. That's in 2025. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know what I find funny is that, um, like, I did a post, I think it was on your your page, Matty C's page, a couple of people's pages about back-to-back spoons and like, you lost by 50 points, you can't, can't win the comp. Um, and then, like, uh, one of our mates, the dad's comments down, fold the club because he would have seen how many times we've wrote fold the club on the West Tigers <laughs> photo, <laughs> which is uh, yes. good stuff. Steve, good man, Steve. Steve. Yep. Good on you. Yeah, good stuff. Funny. Fold the club, though. Fold um, the club. Guys, Dom Young had some, uh, had some pearls. The try scorers there, mate. The, the, sorry, the tries that he scored there were fucking... The one who was slingshotted and somehow swung his arm out and grounded it was... That's, that's the only one I've seen. Did I somewhat... No, did it, I, to be honest with you. Did a bit of a cartwheel. He got yeah, fun over and dance the ball didn't, down. Didn't make a Ravalawa go to tackle him, and then he's just like fucking absolutely throwing him into. Yeah, and while he put the ball down. One where his whole body was pretty much out, and again just <laughs> somehow. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I didn't look and lie. I didn't watch a heap. Yeah, I didn't watch a heap of NRL on the weekend. I've been quite busy, and it helped out. Uh, helped Joy get the uh, listener bet. So Joy, thank you, sir. Thank you, Dom Young. Thank you, Joy. I feel like we've mentioned Jai a lot. He's a genius, mate. Punting. Did I tell you the story about him getting me the winner? Jai, the punting. Oh, shit. Um, now, this is news to me until I read the script for tonight, but uh, Kieran Foran got a hat trick? Poppy yeah. Foran got his first hat trick. How first the fucking hell did that happen? <laughs> Poppy Foz. He's actually, is he actually a grandpa? I don't know. I've, I've heard rumors. <laughs> but- he got the wild nights in. Um, where did you grow up? Taramara. Wild Nights in Taramara, didn't you? First the Bulldogs, so say less. Um, Isn't the Bulldogs one of his former clubs? Yes. One of many? Technically. <laughs> I don't know if he played any games for him, but he definitely signed there. Um, uh, yeah, no, I didn't get to watch it. I was at work, but uh, he got a hat trick. Which what's, what's there more to say? How do you let Foreign score free on you? <laughs> He probably just ran through Ockenbore three times, yeah. to be honest with you. Ockenbore was probably grabbing it there. I was, uh, I had, like, I had some live updates and Bulldogs were getting thrashed. They came back at the end, so. It wasn't like 34 30, 30 at the end of the game. Uh, Dan, did you see the tries at all? Or? I seen one of them. One of them. And he just, they looked like he was 20 years old again, stepping through the line. Mm. Show and, and go. And it was fucking beautiful. Good Bring back the heydays. Maybe yeah. next, next year with Desi back with him. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe Cherry Evans might sign for Titans and, you know, bring it back. Yeah, it's Brooks' team. Manly's Brooks' team now. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, um, Brandon, you'll be outspoken on this one. Sebastian Chris. Oh. That tackle, holy go. hell, mate! <laughs> so bad. That was ridiculous. <laughs> Did you see the photo of um him doing like the stone pile driver like <laughs> Undertaker? That was no, funny. I didn't, but I can imagine it right <laughs> yeah, now. Uh, it was it was a horrible tackle, like poor form. Katoa did bend his neck. I don't know if he did it because he was afraid that he was going to get dunked on his head, 
or if he did it to try and get more of a penalty. Either way, he was like already like this when yeah. he was turning his head. I watched like 30 times. I think he did that to save himself yeah. in all honesty. He definitely <laughs> didn't throw his head into the ground. I reckon he tried to save yeah. himself. What about you, Dan? Did you see it? No, I didn't, know, didn't watch the show. It's pretty yeah. much like it's spun 180 and then just... <laughs> Dropped on like your head, oh, yeah. sort so of it was like Undertaker type shit. Yeah. No, seriously, it was what like it was pretty even at that time as well. And then twenty minutes, it to was go, ten four yeah. to you blokes. Hey, twenty minutes to go, he gets sent from the game, and that's all she wrote. <laughs> Ducks fans rejoice. <laughs> how's that, eh? Yeah, how good. How's that? Well, um, guys, if Penrith go back to back minor premierships and then back to back to back. Just premiership winners. Do they go down as the greatest team of all time? No. Here we go, Dragons fan. Gonna start tooting his own horn. When salary caps didn't exist. Years in a row. Salary caps didn't exist in yeah, Dragons. But still, <laughs> look, still fucking eleven premierships in a row. I think it's very hard to compare teams from uh from 50 years ago yeah. but obviously the skill level these days like yeah. you put you if you put mate could you imagine right imagine putting um who who's imagine putting Payne Haas in you know a, t- a team from from back then they would think this bloke was fucking made on another planet <laughs> or imagine I'm imagine sure. putting Matt Burton with his bomb you know, in that team. Once again, they'd think he's fucking bionic. And the thing is, back then, they didn't train as much as they do now. Because they were fucking laying bricks, mate. They weren't even getting paid. Half of them weren't getting paid, except for all the Dragons players. That's why they won a fucking 11 (laughs) cops. I I will say, Penrith, of the NRL era, Mm. yes, they would be the... I'd say they would be the best. Hands down. One, one of the best teams. You reckon? It's crazy how many, like, I thought Carousel, like, a massive loss for them. And then also Kikau and a couple other players they've lost over the, the couple seasons. And to this come out again and then on a premiers again, you got to also think, like, how, I know you're going to hate this, Ivan Cleary, how good is he been coaching this team? And, like, is he looked at as the coach of the year? Like, I don't see how he couldn't be. <laughs> Kevy Walters, boys. Kevy Walters. Walters. <laughs> People say Webster as well. But, like, to get this team going again when everyone's counting you out, you're not, oh, you know, yeah, they won't be as good as last year. It's impossible. They lose all these players. And then, bam, mine and premiers, red hot, like, they're, what, $2 favorites or $3 favorites to win the comp as well. <laughs> Yeah, in the last four years, they've won three of the minor premiers. Yeah, they won twenty twenty, Melbourne won twenty twenty one, and then they've won, won the last two. Yeah, yeah, it's it's um. Ever since those the rule change, yeah, the, the six against and yeah. like the speeding up of the game, they've just. What would have been good? I would like to see in this this Penrith team against um, like the prime. Cronk, Slater, Smith. Oh, yeah. yeah. Melbourne oh, team. Yeah. That would have been friggin' awesome. That would have been. Well, in the last... Did you know, speaking of minor premierships, the last 10 years, there's only been three teams in the minor premiership. Rooster, Storm, Panthers. Fuck, I'm good. <laughs> Fuck, I mean, sake, I I'm good. two of them, so you only had to guess the other one. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah. I'd be happy uh, if Pedro get the uh, free Pete, just so James can't say Parramatta will be like, for him to do it. You know? <laughs> Mate, that's all James has going for him because his fucking mediocre team haven't won since that bloke was in his nuts. Dad's nutsack. At least all three of us have seen our team win a premiership. That is true. That's true. That's true. Hey, James, 
Oh, he's already That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Lucas, do you remember yours? Fucking oath, mate. I was nine years old washing my grandparents' place, bro. <laughs> nice. Pat Richards. Nice. Benji Marshall. Marshall skips away. Marshall <laughs> skips away. That's like pass. You don't think that wasn't said. <laughs> but um, yeah, look. Good how, how good. Now uh, we'll get into the NRL tips for the week, guys. Um, let me pull up the uh, the NRL here. I have a feeling the first game is Broncos versus Storm. Just Comes a weird the feeling. Line. Not a lot of games this week. Obviously, the yeah. finals. Um. <laughs> Both teams will get a second chance, no matter what. Going to ask you blokes, just give me a name. Broncos Storm. Brandon. I think Storm wins, and I think Sharks beat. <laughs> That's big if too. If true, sorry. Dan, what are you saying, mate? I'm going to go Melbourne. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm taking Broncos here. Cool. Uh, now, the Saturday 4 o'clock game, once again, both teams get a second chance. The Panthers and the Waz. Dan. Don't go with your heart, dude. <laughs> Brandon? I'll be picking Penrith, yeah. <laughs> uh, I will also be picking Penrith. Now, Saturday 7.50, the Sharks versus the Rooters. Brandon, what do you got for us? Sharks 13 plus. <laughs> Big if true. Dan? Just because of my pure hatred for the Roosters, I'm going to have to pick the Sharks, but they're getting knocked out next week. I really hate the Sharks. Uh, sorry, I really hate the Roosters. But I do think they're going to beat the Sharks. Yeah. Home ground advantage, mate. The wind. Yeah, there's only 13,000 of you there, mate. <laughs> Ocean breeze. The Roosters aren't used to it. Not used to playing in it. <laughs> they are from Bondi, cunt. Yeah, but like, they're playing. Bondi is the shitest beach Alien in the country, bro. Like, no, but I'm saying, like, they're, they're like, training they're not Bondi. They're used to the like, wind, mate. The kicks go up. Yeah, Ocean absolute breeze. swirlies. Swirlies. <laughs> swirlies. Now, the Knights and Raiders. Now, if there was ever a game to fall asleep in during the finals, this is the one. Dan, what have you got, mate? The draw? Oh. Nah, um, probably the Knights. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I'll pick the Knights. Raiders have too many out, I think. Yeah, Knights for sure. I don't like Ricky Stewart in the last few weeks. <laughs> I'd think, love to see him blow up. <laughs> I think yeah. all of us have been riding that Knights, that Knights hype train for the last... What, not 10 me. weeks? Not when we lost. Except for them. you, but yeah. <laughs> I'm not a massive fan of the Knights, but... Um, Nine in a row. Good. Yeah, something different to the Knights winning and being all right, so yeah. What did? How many did the Sharks win back in 2016 in a row before they won the Premiership? Like 17. Yeah. But, I mean, we got outdone by Melbourne and Penrith like over the last couple of years. I think Penrith did like 21 or like 19. Oh, yeah, that's like, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous, though. Yeah. Well, um, we'll head on to our tips for the week. Now, um, my my top tip and... Best bets. Yeah, my top tip and Leachy's lock. Um, I suppose we're going to have something in the video later this week because unless... Do you have something ready for us now? Uh, no, I don't. No, we don't have anything ready for you now, uh, Couch Commentator podcast listeners, but... Um, we will have some winners for you this weekend. I, I'm, I think I've got a good one. So come come Thursday when this comes out, guys, I think you'll be uh, able to unload on it unload. whilst gambling responsibly. G'day, guys. Lucas from the Couch Commentators Podcast here coming at you with my top tip for the weekend. We are going to go to Morfordville this week. We're going to race to number seven, River Noir. Uh, Peter Moody trained Galloper going from Caulfield to Adelaide, hoping to pick up a... Uh, 
an easier than usual victory. Currently getting about $3.40 there. Does have to contend with Chicago Storm, who's quite a smart horse that wins a fair amount of the time in Adelaide. So um, if River Noir can win the battle with Chicago Storm, I think those two will be fighting out the finish. So that makes my top tip. Race two, Morpheville, number seven, River Noir. Happy punting. All right, punters. I've been talking about it for a while. I've been talking him up. Giga Kick is racing again. Race eight at Mooney Valley. Number one, Giga Kick. Paid $1.90. It's Leech's lock this week. Yes, it's short. Yes, we won't win much money, but it's a sure thing. So gamble responsible. But uh, Dan, what's your decision this week, mate? Mate. Is it, is, it, is it tied to Ivasa and Volkov to go the distance? Oh, surely. Oh. surely. What's, that, what's that paying? Oh, yeah, I'm have a gander. You tell us your decision while I have a look, mate. Might dabble right. that. Might dabble that. So we've got four, week, four games this week. Mm-hmm. Four Toro scorers. So, Storm Broncos, I'm going Will Warbrick. The Stonkos. <laughs> Stonks. Um, and then the Waz versus the Riff. We're going DWZ, Rocks and Diamonds, Ooh. but he's been more diamonds this he year. He has, that's true. Uh, the the Guppies versus the Cox. <laughs> I'm going Joseph Suoliti. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> What's wrong with you in the corner over there? <laughs> uh, is that our right side? No, left side. That's the weak side. Exactly. You got it. Good, good. Uh, and then Knights versus Raiders. I'm going the man for two tries last week, Dominic Young. D-Yizzle. And on the double, that gets you $16.60. Oh, it's not too bad, mate. Not too bad at all. I think uh, DWZ will be your uh, un- undoing. That's my, <laughs> my tip. Nah. I don't think we're score a point. <laughs> Dallin Watnazel, Esniak. Watnay. But uh, gamble responsibly. And uh, gamble that'll be on double, guys. So that'll be on there. double, guys. Drop us a follow on double. That'll be fantastic. Now... Odds for Volkov versus Tuvasa to go the distance haven't come out yet. It's got to be in the triple digits, though, for sure. You know, yeah. someone's getting slept. Sure. And, guys, just to follow up, Jim's Jam, we have got Jim here. No, he's not. Hey, guys, James here. Uh, sneaky video during a chainsaw course. Um, this week, we're picking the round of semis. We're going uh, Melbourne. We're going Panthers, we're going Sharks, and we're going uh, uh, Newcastle, obviously. Uh, that gets you about $6.25. So uh, come on, due for a win, pick the round. Oh, yeah, nice, Jim. <laughs> now, finally, guys, the couch commentators, anytime try score a multi, only the four games this week. So I think we should all do one from each game. Oh, what do you reckon? That's pretty sick. Uh, yeah, so James is going to get fucked, and we're going to pick one from one that will score. That's the way. All right. Uh, well, I want to pick the Sharks game, obviously. You not oh, pick Ronaldo. Can't <laughs> okay, I won't pick Ronaldo, but he's going to score. <laughs> uh, I'll pick... Let me just... We can't loading. pick I'm I'm going... Some... Yo, Sifa, Talico. Big Sif dogs. <laughs> I was going to say, when was the last time Mulatalo scored? I think he scored this like week, two yeah. weeks ago. He's oh, did he? Ah, fuck it. Okay, uh, what game do you want? Dan, quick three seconds before I pick three. Two. Uh, Penrith was. Okay, go, okay, you take that one. Uh, I'll go Stephen Crichton. I love how he goes against his bet that he has. For himself, for Dan's decision. <laughs> Dallin Wittes and he's the last thing. Yeah, what? Well, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> no. I love it. I love it. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to take the... 
Probably attack Brisbane Storm. Nah, I'm taking Knights Raiders because it could be a bit easier. <laughs> just going Dom Young. <laughs> Fuck you, James. Dom Take Young. a game from Friday, you grub. We'll, uh, we'll ask James what his odd is, but uh, I'm sure yeah, what are you we... That's it. It's a favorite Beauty. Do you guys have anything else sad for this week's podcast? Uh, no. Not uh, that I can think of. Keep punting. Uh, have yep. a good week. Uh, 1-800-858-858. Gamble responsibly. And go to the Sharks, up up Cronulla. The only team out of the podcast uh, crew is still in the eight. Uh, hey, I'm, I've been a Warriors fan like the last six Not, not everyone can get the easiest draw year after year, but that's okay. But they okay. second year with Nico Hines and halfback, and we've made the eight twos. This one is. Big game, Botley. You'll see it this weekend. <laughs> anyway, guys, that'll do it for this week's edition of the Couch Commentators podcast. Good to get back after a one-week hiatus from last week. Uh, make sure you guys give us a follow on all of our social media outlets. Um, we'll drop links down below. Happy punting and see you next week. Boys.